Welcome to the Core Principles Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you'll enjoy this lively discussion of relevant topics, which we attempt to examine through the lens of unchanging objective truth. Here's the host of the Core Principles Podcast, Clay Howerton. Thank you, Suzanne. Oh, Canada, what a shame that you have a satanic dictator terrorizing your country. We in America do more than just feel your pain, of course, given the election theft of 2020. Today on Core Principles, I'm going to talk about the situation in Canada regarding the dictatorial abuses of Justin Trudeau and the mandates that still persist related to jabs for COVID-19. As a starting point, I'm going to play audio from the Parliament of Canada, starting with comments recently made there by Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. His comments were so jam-packed with horrific lies and misinformation, I will then demonstrate how wrong his claims are, one at a time. It's important to underline that close to 90% of truckers in this country are vaccinated, like close to 90% of Canadians. Over the past many months and years now, Canadians have stepped up to protect each other, to protect our frontline workers, to protect our elders, to protect our young people, to protect people like truckers who are putting food on our grocery store shelves. Canadians have stepped up to do the right thing to protect the freedoms and the rights of Canadians to get back to the things we love to do. We know the way through this pandemic is by getting everyone vaccinated. And the overwhelming majority, close to 90% of Canadians, have done exactly that. The small fringe minority of people who are on their way to Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing, do not represent the views of Canadians who have been there for each other, who know that following the science and stepping up to protect each other is the best way to continue to ensure our freedoms, our rights, our values as a country. Wow. Justin Trudeau packed more lies into fewer than 100 seconds worth of bloviating on the floor of the Parliament of Canada than one might have credited as humanly possible. And after I dissect those 93 seconds of garbage, I'm going to play for you an audio clip in which Trudeau sinks even lower into the pit of Hades, demonstrating his malignant evil even more clearly. But for the moment, let's break that opening statement from Trudeau down bit by bit. It's important to underline that close to 90% of truckers in this country are vaccinated, like close to 90% of Canadians. Over the past many months and years now, Canadians have stepped up to protect each other, to protect our frontline workers, to protect our elders, to protect our young people to protect people like truckers who are putting food on our grocery store shelves. So Trudeau notes that almost 90% of truckers and almost 90% of Canadians have already taken the jabs. His statement is actually true, so yay for him. The current estimate is 86%, and that is indeed almost 90%. 
According to the latest estimates as of 21 February 2022, the population of Canada is 38,283,502. That would mean that about 33 million Canadians have taken the jabs and about 5 million have not. About 10.5% of Canadians are 24 years and younger, and about 7% are 65 or older. I would say the population subsample for the Freedom Convoy participants was only the group in between those extremes, but we know that one of the ladies whom Trudeau's horses trampled was in her 70s, so that may not be completely inclusive. For approximation, let's say the subset of potential Freedom Convoy participants was about 31 million. Since about 2.3 million Canadians have been part of the Freedom Convoy, that would be about 7.5% of the potential population, which would mean that if they were all unjabbed, then almost all such Canadians would be participants. That would be the most overwhelmingly well-participated event of its kind in history, but of course we know that many who took the jabs also participated in the Freedom Convoy. Why would they do that? Because freedom is about much more than one demand or one mandate. People can be both pro-vaccine and anti-mandate. In fact, many millions are both. Now, since 86% of Canadians are vaccinated, why is there still any push at all to get anyone else to take the jab. According to Dr. Anthony Fauci, herd immunity or protection within an entire population would be reached if somewhere between 70 and 85% of people were immunized in any way, whether naturally by having the disease or synthetically by taking the shots. So if that were true, then Canada would be more than safe because there is also some segment of that population with natural immunity bringing the total immunized well above 90%. So, obviously, Trudeau was lying when he said there's still a need for a shot mandate, given the actually true data point he shared. But he added something insidious to his comment. Did you catch it? It's a lie that the leftists who were wannabe puppet masters have been employing throughout this episode. He said that the people who took the shots were thus protecting others. Scientific data has proven beyond any doubt that is completely false. Taking the shots never stopped nor slowed the spread of the disease. Anyone who took the shots, just like anyone who wore a mask, did so for herself or himself only and never helped anyone else by doing either of those things. This has been proven in explicit detail with the data, but if you still have any doubt, just go to a site that aggregates the data from departments of public health, look at the waves of cases over time, and then overlay the start dates of mandates. You will see that the mandates never reduced nor slowed the spread at all, ever. The mandate pushers know this. They have never done anything for their stated purpose of protecting public health. Never. They have had other reasons for their demands against you. Now listen to Trudeau take that particular lie about protecting others 
to another pernicious extreme. Canadians have stepped up to do the right thing to protect the freedoms and the rights of Canadians to get back to the things we love to do. Trudeau says that by obeying him, and only by obeying him, people can finally get back to doing the things we love to do. What a lie. Listen carefully to something you already know. The normal people who have opposed mandates have never been standing in anyone's way of getting back to normal. We who oppose the mandates have always advocated for returning to normal as early as April of 2020. Leftists like Trudeau and Biden have always been the ones standing in your way of normal life, and for no health-related reason, as I already explained. Then Trudeau tripled down on his blatant lie. We know the way through this pandemic is by getting everyone vaccinated. And the overwhelming majority, close to 90% of Canadians, have done exactly that. No, you tyrant. The way through is to stop with the mandates and restrictions against people. You are the problem, Trudeau, Biden, other leftists. Now Trudeau is going to get even more outrageous and more hateful in his comments. The small fringe minority of people who are on their way to Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing do not represent the views of Canadians. We've already looked at the fact that it is no small fringe minority involved in the Freedom Convoy. But how about that statement by Trudeau that freedom lovers have, quote, unacceptable views, unquote. Did you ever expect to see the thought police here in North America? Well, yes, actually, leftists have always been that evil, but they usually try to hide it a little bit. Trudeau was feeling his oats and he let slip just how much he hates you and everyone who loves liberty. Trudeau and Biden and all leftists are tyrants. This has always been true because that's what leftism is. Tyranny. What will it take for people to recognize that truth? Next, let's hear from a good member of the Parliament of Canada, Melissa Lantzman. Hopeful vision for public life isn't a naive dream. It could be a powerful force for change. If Canadians are to trust their government, their government needs to trust Canadians. Those are the words of the Prime Minister in 2015. These people, very often misogynistic, racist, women haters, science deniers, the fringe. Same Prime Minister six years later as he fans the flames of an unjustified national emergency. So, Mr. Speaker, when did the Prime Minister lose his way When did it happen? Good question. As she observed, if Trudeau was ever a decent person, at some point he has become pure evil. And to prove it, here he is responding to Melissa Lantzman right after she quoted him. Right, Honorable Prime Minister. Mr. 
Speaker. Conservative Party members can stand with people who wave swastikas. They can stand with people who wave uh, the Confederate flag. We will choose to stand with Canadians who deserve to be able to get to their jobs, who be able to get their lives back. These illegal protests need to stop, and they will, Mr. Speaker. Wow. Trudeau is pure evil. A couple of observations, then the real kicker. First, protesting is not illegal in Canada, and the Freedom Convoy participants were completely peaceful. They were singing, waving Canadian flags, expressing love of country and hope for freedom. It is worth noting that Trudeau and other leftists cheered as rioters burned businesses, attacked police, broke shop windows, looted stores, took over an entire section of the city, and destroyed billions of dollars worth of other people's property. But they hate the Freedom Convoy. Second observation, what in the world does the Confederate flag have to do with the Freedom Convoy or anything else in Canada? Trudeau made a bogus claim just because he is so filled with hatred for freedom-loving Canadians, he can't even think straight. But now, the real outrage about that statement from Trudeau. He said that people like Melissa Lantzman stand with people who wave swastikas. The National Socialists were leftists, just like Trudeau is. Furthermore, if anyone waved any symbols of hate at the Freedom Convoy, it was leftists trying to present bogus optics. Leftists pulled similar tricks last January at the United States Capitol. They only fooled the fools who believe the so-called news media. But the real obscenity of Trudeau's evil attack against Melissa Lantzman is that he said his swastika remark to a Jewish woman who is a descendant of Holocaust survivors. Leftists are evil. Anyone who doesn't know that fact needs to wake up quickly. Now that we've heard way too much from the satanic Justin Trudeau, let's hear from a good man who has been part of the Freedom Convoy. He represents most of the people involved in the activity, and he explains why he chose to participate. Right now, my heart is grieving because I come here for a peaceful encounter. And right now, the government and the police them is telling us that we have to leave and they're going to put us in jail. We want our children to grow up healthy and have a free mind. We don't want to be in slavery anymore. Slavery is over. Government, slavery is over. We are human beings who want to be free. We want to stand up and think for ourselves. That man loves liberty and he loves his country, Canada. Trudeau hates that man because that man desires freedom. But Trudeau's war against that man and the millions who stand with him didn't stop at the terror tactics the man mentioned. In fact, Trudeau unleashed the wartime measure of invoking the Emergencies Act, which not only let him use the physical domination over the peaceful Freedom Convoy participants, but also to cut them off from the economy by freezing their bank accounts. Oh, but Trudeau hasn't stopped there. 
He's also freezing the bank accounts of people who didn't join the activity but did send support. Now, who might such people be? For an example, we turn to a report in the London Daily Mail from 21 February 2022, in which a member of the Parliament of Canada tells of a single mom called Brienne, who works a minimum wage job and did not attend any Freedom Convoy gathering, but she sent $50 to show support for the cause of liberty. Trudeau's government froze her bank account, as they would a terrorist. These things are extreme and upsetting. Now, it is not usually the case that celebrities have any special hold on the facts, nor that we should base our views on what they say, but it is sometimes the case that actors and actresses are good with words. So, I'm going to play a bit of audio that a Canadian actress named Evangeline Lilly posted online. She's from the ABC series Lost and the Marvel superhero movie Ant-Man and the Wasp, among other projects. She speaks to Trudeau particularly in this excerpt. Dear Prime Minister Trudeau, I want to speak to you today about your current approach to and treatment of our fellow Canadians who are protesting your federal vaccine mandates. They have asked to meet with you, Prime Minister. Medical experts, top scientists, doctors, nurses, parents, grandparents, intelligent, loving, concerned citizens. Why won't you sit with them? If you are so convinced of your own reasons for the mandates, sit down and walk the leaders of a group of 2.3 million protesters across the country who represent many millions more across the nation and explain it to them and ask them to listen with open hearts and minds and then reciprocate. Listen to what they have to say with a mind open to hearing things that might go against the ideas you are entrenched in. Maybe there are solutions that could bring Canadians together right now that you have not considered. You unify people by finding solutions together, not by vilifying those who say there is a better way. What we need right now from our leadership is unification, and that requires being willing to see, recognize, and hear from the people sitting out in the cold at your door. And if you think that there is no sense no intelligence and no humanity in those people. Please listen to Needlepoints by Norman Deutsch, a vaccinated psychiatrist and psychoanalyst who has painstakingly and comprehensively laid out why these protesters are not unreasonable or unjustified and having great concern over the current state of vaccination affairs. Or better yet, go outside and meet those protesters for yourself. That is what a true leader would do. They would go out and meet their constituents, look them in the eye, and treat them with respect. I have heard first-hand accounts from people in Ottawa saying that they have had local Ottawa citizens come down to see for themselves the fury and destruction that is going on in their own city, only to find thousands of people singing, dancing, hugging, waiting patiently, speaking kindly, cleaning up the streets, and generally sharing the true Canadian spirit. They have been mystified because you and the corporate media have painted a very different picture. You as a group have gone from ignoring these protesters to dismissing them as a fringe minority, to smearing them as racist and misogynistic, 
to now attacking them as terrorists. When you became Prime Minister of Canada, you did not just become the Prime Minister of the people who agreed with you. You became Prime Minister of every Canadian. You don't get to pick and choose who you will care about. It is your civic duty to care about all Canadians, even those who you disagree with. Treating them with prejudice, suspicion, and illegal repression is not care. Protesting something that deeply, deeply concerns you in our society is not terrorism. It is the civic duty of every Canadian. It is our job as the people to hold our leadership accountable if they are infringing on our inalienable rights, if we suspect that they have become corrupted or compromised in any way, or simply if we think they're wrong in monumental decisions they are making on behalf of their people. But you are treating my brothers and sisters, your constituents, like terrorists, without ever speaking to their leadership. There are no riots. This is not a violent protest. There is only a mass of deeply concerned citizens at your doorstep who you refuse to acknowledge for what they are, your people. Dear listeners, know that standing up to tyrants has consequences. And also know that letting tyrants impose their tyranny on you also has consequences. Choose your consequences. Core Principles Podcast is produced in Paducah, Kentucky by Real Productions. Music is by Late July, L-E-I-G-H-T July. You can find our music on all streaming services or at latejuly.com. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of the Core Principles Podcast. Please visit core.buzzsprout.com for more information. And please share with your friends. We look forward to visiting with you again on our next episode.